Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Messerink in Schenectady, New York, as we review the Union-New Hampshire game that was played here on Saturday. If I were to tell you that Union was outshot 36-10, to 10, that Union had just four shots on goal in the final two periods and didn't go without a shot for 22 minutes and 45 seconds, you would think Union lost the game. But this is sports, and th- weird things happen. Union uh, jumped out to a 3 nothing lead and held on for a 3-2 victory to complete the two-game series sweep of New Hampshire. Uh, Kyle Chauvet was the main reason Union won this game. The freshman goaltender getting his first home start of the season. In his uh, second home appearance, he appeared in relief of Connor Murphy in the uh, Harvard game in November. Uh, Kyle Chauvet made 34 saves in the contest, and he had to be sharp as the Union offense just didn't do anything with the final 40 minutes after jumping out to that 3-0 lead. It was just an incredible performance, and uh, uh, for a kid who uh, grew up in New Hampshire, uh, in Goffstown, which is about an hour west of Durham, and when he went to games, you know, you'll hear him talk about how he was a fan of New Hampshire growing up there, and in a few minutes, but uh, Chauvet played outstanding, and you know, gives some hope for the future because uh, Connor Murphy, being a senior, his final year here at Union, uh, Chauvet's a first year, so uh, gives a uh, uh, Josh Halge, the head coach, a chance to see what he had in uh, Kyle Chauvet, and I think he was pretty pleased with. Uh, the performance, but uh, it was just a frustrating game for New Hampshire. I, mean, I feel bad for them because I mean they they basically outplayed you all weekend, and just you know it doesn't uh, they come up with two losses, and yeah, it, it's it's got to be frustrating for the team as they head back to Durham uh, on this final day of uh, 2022. But uh, you know that's just uh, it's, like I said, it's sports, and you know, strange things happen, and sometimes the better team doesn't win. It just it just happens. So. Uh, but uh, for the most part, yeah, Union yeah, played dominated the first period and looked like they were going to run away with it. They got three goals in that first period, and it just everything fell apart in that second and third period. They were not getting shots on goal. Uh, Leah Robertson got a shot on goal at 17-15 of the second period, and they went 22-45 before Matt Allen got uh, Union's uh, shot first shot on goal of the third period. Union didn't get 10 shots on goal until the, uh, late in the game, so... Um, just to, yeah, I, I can honestly say in the 27 years I've covered Union, I think uh, this might be the fewest shots on goal for them to win a, win a hockey game. Uh, so they were very fortunate to uh, come out with the win on the uh, final day of the uh, calendar year 2022. So uh, let's go over the scoring. It's begin uh, in the first period with Union John Prokop, who scored the game-winning goal uh, Friday night in the 4-3 victory over New Hampshire. His first, that was his first goal of his collegiate career. Well, he got a second one very quickly. That was Calarelli. Uh, Caffarelli, excuse me. Now you need back the other way. Sitting from Theodore scores. Nothing fancy. Theodore just had the step. Puck slid across the top of the crease. And Theodore just taps it home. And just like that, Union goes up 2 nothing. That was a call of uh, Matt Dubray on ESPN Plus, and uh, I have to apologize for not crediting him uh, yesterday in my podcast with the uh, call of uh, the goals uh, in my podcast, so I apologize for that. So Union's up one nothing, and then uh, midway through the second period with uh, 7.49 left, Nick Young is at the top of the slot, and it takes a shot, 
and it hits Matt Robert uh, Liam Robertson and uh, trickles in for a two nothing Union lead. Union territory kept alive the right point that tipped away. This could be trouble. Here comes Union. Shot. Score. Just under two minutes later, Mason Snell made it 3 nothing for the Dutchman, taking a shot from the left circle. That goal by Snell was the ninth scored by the Dutchman defensemen that were in the lineup uh, for this game. The only uh, Union defenseman not, did not have a goal in the lineup today was uh, Nick uh, Petrullo, but he does have four assists, so... Union's up 3 nothing, looking good, and uh, but like I said, everything fell apart over the final two periods. Uh, they were Union just taking, not taking shots, and looking to be too fine with it. And New Hampshire's dominating. New Hampshire spent the majority of the time in the Union zone, and, uh, and you look like what happened on Friday with the 3 nothing lead that Union had, and they started taking penalties. Uh, actually, Union took a penalty, two penalties. Prokop got called for interference and boarding. At, uh, that, that with 155 left, Union killed that uh, those two power plays off. But then Ben Tupper got called for holding at 1013 uh, of the second, and uh, Liam Devlin took advantage of that, scoring on the power play uh, just with 50 seconds later to make it uh, 3-1. And uh, Devlin, who had his outstanding weekend uh, uh, here at the Messerink, scored again with uh, 529 left. Uh, so that made it 2 nothing or 3-2. Uh, uh, heading into the third period, and just you were just waiting for the New Hampshire to get that tying goal, and it uh, it just didn't happen for the for the uh, Wildcats. And you know, credit Chauvet, although um, it was late in the game when uh, just, uh, New Hampshire goaltender Talon Muselik was pulled for an extra attacker, uh, shot got underneath uh, Chauvet's arm, trickled and fell down in the uh, goal crease. But uh, Union defense was able to clear it under Chauvet and get a whistle and uh, stoppage of play. And once again, Union is outstanding on uh, the uh, extra attacker situation, uh, stopping uh, uh, the Wildcats from uh, getting that tying goal. So Union ends up with the win, uh, three to two. Uh, we'll hear from uh, head coach Josh Howsey here and then see what he had his thoughts on this game and uh, what the Dutchman had to do to improve. Uh, as far as their play, uh, the offensive play is going. Of course, he started out talking about Kyle Chauvet. Kyle Chauvet, how big was he tonight in his first home start? Oh, he, he was outstanding. Um, I, I mean, I think he's the the biggest reason we won the game. Uh, he, uh, yeah, made some incredible saves and was very composed for a you know a first year player. How big was that, especially the fact that your offense dried up after the first period? Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was huge because they, you know. I, th- I thought we ran out of gas a little bit there in the second and third, or a lot. But um, you know, he was there to bail us out whenever we we needed it, and um, yeah, it was big for for us. I mean, I'll ask him when he comes down. But yeah, he's from New Hampshire. He grew up an hour west of uh, uh, Dorm. Uh, I mean, how how do you think important this start was for him going up against the, the school that he was in the state? Yeah, I, I'm sure it's huge. You know, I think you know he probably grew up cheering for them, and that that was. The, you know, I guess I never asked him that question, but I would assume that he might have cheered for them growing up. So to get that against the home state team, it's a huge, and you know, get your first win at home against the, you know, the, the college that you grew up watching. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, he's only had one start, and he's coming uh, relief for the most time. I mean, you look at his goals against average coming in 4.0, but it's, I mean, there's, there's some circumstances with, you know, with that, but yep. uh, obviously being a first-year player. 
was this a good chance to get a look and see what you have in him before you get back to league play? Yeah, I thought this was the ideal the deal, ideal game. Um, when you look at it, you know, it's it's out of conference. Um, obviously, you want to have every game. You want to win. You know, you're competing. But um, for to break someone in and get them their first home start, I thought it was a you know a great opportunity. And you know, the other one he had to come in because of an injury. His you know, so it was a it was a little easier decision where this one, um, you know, I think he he knew it was coming a little bit more. Yeah, I mean. Same thing again, three nothing lead, and then you know things start to fall apart there. You, you went nearly twenty, you went over twenty two minutes without a shot on goal. Yep. What, why? What happened? I mean, it seems like a lot of the times the guys were trying to do too much with the puck, looking for passes instead of shooting. When yeah, they, when they I, had chances. We, we definitely try to be too cute, and uh, you know we got to get more pucks than that. Um, I, I think we got again get we get a little frustrated. We try to do a little bit, you know, you know stuff that's out of what we're trying to do as a team, but. Um, you know, I, I I like the fact that we're now at the point where we can start critiquing wins. I mean, it's um, you know we can get get really critical at this because we need to be we need to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, the second period, I look at the stats here. It's been it seems like been the toughest period for you guys this year. What do you have to do to clean that up? Uh, we have to manage the, the puck better in the second, and we have to get better changes. I think it all stems from our line changes. We extend shifts, we change it at poor times, and that's that's what we have to clean up to you know, sort of, you know, stem the tide. Uh, it's one of those things in the second period you have it's such a harder change, and if you extend your shifts, it's you, you get hemmed up. Good way to close out 2022, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll take it. It's, um, Yeah, we never want to, you know, be too upset about a win, but I think it's, it's going to be a good learning game for us. And now let's hear from union players Kyle Chauvet, uh, Liam Robertson, and John Prokop. We'll start with... Uh, uh, Kyle Chauvet. Kyle, you grew up uh, an hour west of um, Durham and uh, yeah, there in New Hampshire. I mean, did you root for New Hampshire when you were growing up? Uh, yeah, I did, actually. I, uh, that's how I kind of got into college hockey. I went to UNH games, and it was really fun. I remember when I was little, we'd get out of school early sometimes on Fridays and go down to Durham and watch UNH games, so it's, it's pretty cool. Was there ever a thought that uh, you would like to play for them one day? Uh, I'm sure there was when I was little, but like I think once I started getting recruited by schools, um, I I wasn't like like set on going there, um, so I had my options open when, in the recruiting process. To get your first home start you know, facing the team you rooted for, what was the thought process like, you know, and how excited were you to get that? Yeah, I, I was pumped. I mean, it was it, it was a special feeling, um, definitely, especially against UNH. Um, you know, it's it was really exciting, and I'm just happy to, to get the first one. Were you a little nervous at all going in there? Right? I know you started at UConn, but this was your first home game as a starter. Uh, was there any nerves? Um, I'd say there's always nerves. Like, whether it's the first game of the season, my first game, or the 50th game, like, I'd say there's always going to be nerves there. So, um, yeah, I mean, there were nerves, but I prepared the same way, and, and uh, once I settled in, I, I was fine. Uh, John and Liam, why would you assess um, Kyle's play? Start with John. Uh, he was outstanding tonight for us. Um, playing in front of him was uh, was not risky at all, I don't think. And uh, he battled it off, and he deserved every part of the win. So, well, he kept us in the game. He gave us a chance, especially there in the third. Uh, obviously, a couple hiccups by us on uh, in the second. Uh, I don't blame him for anything. He played played amazing for us, and uh, that's what he's been doing all year. That's what we've seen out of him, and uh, hopefully to see it more. How important was it, especially over the final 40 minutes, where you only had three shots on goal, and you guys went over 22 minutes without a shot? 
Yeah, I, we, we got to start just firing pucks in at. Uh, even if uh, there's just a rebound, we don't get the puck, it gives us a chance. Um, but if we're, if we're not putting pucks on net, then we're not getting scoring chances, and I think we need to start working on that a little bit more, and uh, I think we'll do that in the co- coming weeks. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask Kyle, late there with, the, with them having the goaltender pull, it looked like a puck got between your legs and in the crease. It was tough on the other end to see what happened. What happened on that? Yeah, um, it actually was like under the arm. It just kind of squeaked through. Um, luckily, my whoever the def- defenseman was there at the time cleared it out for me and bailed me out. So, um, you know, it just – just a little mistake there, but I'm happy it didn't didn't cost us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this could go to anybody here, but the second period has been a tough period for you guys this year. Uh, what do you have to do to get uh, to improve on that? Uh, I just think we have to be mentally prepared more in between periods, especially uh, the good start we had these last couple of days. Um, I think we just need to stick to the systems and uh, do what we do best and continue where we were in the first and then bring it to the second and third. John, was a sense of deja vu, you know, now, of course, you scoring, and then, you know, teams are 3 nothing, and then, you know, you almost you know, blow the lead again. Yeah, with, I mean, kind of deja vu. We were able to stick with it, though, and not let them get fully back into the game, and uh, playing defense, I thought we were way better um, in the second half at the beginning than we were all first half, so. What does it say about this team that they win a game with only 10 shots on goal? I mean, I don't know. We're just, we're just getting there. We're getting there. My three stars of the game, we'll start with uh, Union's defenseman Mason Snell, who had a goal and an assist. Of course, his goal ended up being the game winner. Uh, number two star for New Hampshire, Liam Devlin, with a pair of goals. And I said he had an outstanding weekend for the Wildcats. And the number one star of the game is, uh, of course, goaltender Kyle Chauvet with the 34-save effort. The Union returns to uh, ECAC hockey play in uh, next Friday, and it'll be the first game of 2023. Union will take on... Cornell will be a reunion of sorts for a couple of players. Uh, ben Tupker with Union will see his brother, Zach Tupker. Uh, of course, uh, Ben Tupker transferred during the last offseason from Cornell to Union. And uh, former Dutchman, Gabriel Seeger, will be making his return to Messerink. Seeger leading the uh, Big Red in scoring so far this year with two goals and eight assists in 10 games. So it'll be an interesting uh, Friday night. Family reunions, uh, sort of, <laughs> here at Messerink. And then uh, Colgate will come to town. That'll be a 4 o'clock start. Uh, Union will be having uh, several 4 o'clock Saturday starts. So uh, make sure you uh, mark that on your counter. And, and don't be late uh, to uh, Saturday's game. Like, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so we went on, we was going to make a joke there, but I don't think I should make a joke on that. <laughs> As there's some people here in the press box know what I mean. So when your announcer doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're kidding. We're kidding. We're having a good time here because we're getting ready for our 2023 and celebrate uh, the new year. So uh, before we go, and of course, usually I give you some final scores around the league, but a lot of games are being played uh, as I tape this segment. So we're not really going to go uh, dive too much into any ECAC hockey games. But I uh, um, wanted to thank you uh, for your, all your support and uh, my follow my coverage uh, on DailyGazette.com in the print edition. Also on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook. It is much appreciated. Uh, it's been a lot of fun being able to do this. Yeah, back when I first got on Twitter, you know, like 10, 11 years ago, I seemed like that. And it's really grown and you know, I interact with the fans. And uh, I appreciate it. Now, let's keep doing it in 2023. we got a couple more months of uh, college hockey to cover. Looking forward to doing it. And uh, 
So we'll wrap things up here. And of course, um, as you say, you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, any questions about college hockey, uh, my email address is shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at dailygazette.com. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Shots. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From Messerink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey, Happy New Year!